2: Fly from the short, from the short, live from short, yeah, from yeah, from pink suits with hats to match, big cracker dolls and Cadillacs, you looking for the fattest fly sacks, fly this fly is where Detroit. it's at, windows tinted, seats for lyric line, keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's
1: fly fly money on their mind, yo what up though shaman J Johnson, aka the Tim for you hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist, A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the girls say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. Westside T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up?
3: What up, Don? It's your man Dame, three underscores three one three, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief, Dame Don't Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffner, the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his thing. All rise. I, I I I am gonna think I'm I'm gonna add it to my intro because I am a black belt. I'm kicking ass in every aspect in life,
1: dog. I'm a black belt. <laughs> All right. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 390. Oh, yeah. uh, 390? That's 390. dope. 390. So, so we
3: will hit 400 then before the end of the year. Yeah, that's how that's how time works. Or we'll be, is that how we'll end out the year? <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to yeah, think of the yeah. weeks of the year.
1: I'm, I'm messing with you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just trying to think of the weeks of the year like Ten weeks is two and a half months. Yep. We in October. Uh well no we We, we are in there. October. Yeah. So
3: end the year or start the yeah, year right around four hundred. Right
1: around there. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh man. Start the episode with four hundred degrees. Do yeah. instrumental because I ain't trying to get this took down. Dude, we got to do something there.
3: creative for four hundred.
1: Yeah. I already know what I'm going to do. Well, I know what, I already know what I want to start doing. I can't tell y'all, but it's going to be dope. Okay. We got to start doing it like immediately though. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to edit it and shoot it and like, you know. That's fine. Some real fire, fire, fire. You know what I'm saying?
3: Uh, what, What's up, man? How was your week, dog? My week was good, man. Uh, You know, I know you haven't started a family yet. And I can't wait to see you like in father mode because I think that's going to change you tremendously. Can okay, I put my black butt on and I'll kick parenting's ass? I don't, I don't, I think parenting is going to whoop you <laughs> for a little bit before you like catch up because like this, uh a, you, there's nothing in life that's going to prepare you for a newborn. Like, nah. you, you got a
1: sleep schedule, you know?
3: Nah, Jay, it's, it's different. It's I, different.
1: I'm sure it is, but like. People do it every day. So like they do it, but then they be stressed. They be but, but tired. It, they be depressed. I've, I've seen this and I've heard it over and over again. Like, so how don't you prepare to just wake up in the middle of the night? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know.
3: <laughs> it it sounds good in, yeah, theory. in theory. You, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? It sounds good in theory that like, um, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna Spend time with my
1: baby, but like
3: you work eight or hours. Or that's
1: not my job to get up in the middle of the night. You know what I'm saying? It may, that may not be the way my, my situation is. Or, or, or if, things, <laughs> like, if things change for us, like
3: how we've been talking, you can have somebody there to wake up in the middle of the night and you just lay up with your wife.
1: No, in real life, I mean, I probably would, I would, I would want to, you know, uh, be there and support the whole nine yards. But it be crazy? Stranger touching on my baby.
3: Would it be crazy when your child wakes up at four thirty and you have to get up at six and they won't stop crying? See,
1: I I don't know if this is good or bad, but I'll make that baby step all day. Oh, you're not taking a nap. You are gonna fall asleep when I? Fall asleep. It sounds so good, yep. and very bro, it you
3: does. Work. It does. All I, I say all that to say that my daughters this weekend who are the love this week, who are the loves of my life have been financial and emotional terrorists. Uh, starting with my oldest, she goes to her final homecoming for high school Saturday. Uh, the truly my, the eye of my desire, the love of my life, my oldest girl who I love, like nothing more than is, I love all my kids, but like
1: rank them. Cause you don't love them the same. Like y'all can stop it. You
3: know, it's not a thing when Dion do like the power ranking for the kids. I have my own power ranking in my mind. You
1: should let them know their, their ranking order and it changes. I'm sure you should let them know it's the truth. I let them know today. Like, you know, my birthday coming up and you know, based on last year's birthday, son, you're in last place. (laughs) (laughs) You know, or whatever, however it
3: go. Man, man, tell them the truth. So my daughter had been, like, tapped. I, she got to get her hair done tomorrow. And she had hit me up. She was like, I need a specific amount. I want you and mom to go half on the install of she my hair. She still work? Yeah, she still work. Oh. But, I mean, it's, she work. So she, was, she bought the hair, but she, she got to get it installed, which is the proper term for getting it sewn in.
1: Side note. And... You know, I love black people. I really do. I love us. But we gotta quit with something in these terms, Dog, uh, You not a you're not a nail technician. You that's not a that's not a, you're not a technician. Uh you're not a hair installer. Like fam, you do a she, hair She's a hairstylist. You know what insta- I'm saying? You're hairstylist. No, she's this. installing her unit. Y'all call it a like, come on, that's man. Wild. This not a this not a refrigerator, <laughs> it's not a microwave. Fam, you it's you you fix you doing hair. You hairstylist.
3: So, look, she, she hit me up with some money last week because she needed some. She wanted me to go half with her mother on the install. But I've been talking to her. Like, I took her to get her nails done for homecoming yesterday. And I was talking to her, and she was like, Mom ain't gave me the other half of the money yet, and I go get my hair done on Friday. I mean, on Saturday. Damn, you better call your mom. And I was like, well, you know, your mama said she was going to do it. She's going to come through. She's going to come through. I got a text today. And when she texted me, like middle of the day either something wrong or it's a request for money and i could tell how the text started off that there was no well there was an emergency and the emergency was my money so i could tell how how she started texting like hey dad okay how much is it going to cost me
1: now did you verify that mom didn't actually give her the money it's not even worth it. Because if it's I always know it. that dad's gonna come through, nah, mom ain't give me her half whole time. She telling mom, yo, dad, give me her
3: half. And you now know, she up. You know, one thing I will say if if she up sixty dollars, I mean, all right. But one thing one twenty, because I, w- I lied to both of them. Yeah, people. yeah. I mean, she already got sixty from me already. So if she up one twenty, I can I done blew that at the bar. So I'm so what I'm I'm saying, like, okay. So now I'm out of hair install money, but like she got to be fresh for homecoming. Then my my youngest girl and prime. Doc, I don't know what I'm going to do for prime. I'm going to have to sell blood. I'm going to have to sell blood. I'm going
1: to have to sell Hold on. I just heard that the Red Cross actually sells your blood. They do. That you give for free.
3: That's why you give it to a blood bank. They at least give you 50 bucks
1: like and they sell it for like thousands
3: of premium pounds. they sell it for a premium cuz the red cross is only taking the best blood yeah. no when i say that like they they're criteria- so i tried to, i've tried to give blood before and i can't give blood because of my tattoos it's got to be like a, at least a year in between tattoos and i've never gone like a year in between like getting some ink so i haven't been able to give blood how would they know
1: I don't know what they do
3: when they test the blood. When they, when
1: I'm one hundred percent sure somebody with new tattoos have to give him blood because your body covered them. How we know? How would they know? They would never know that little Instagram <laughs> clip. I mean, they, they, they would never know. How would they know?
3: I would hope people would be on. You you're I mean, right, you never know. I mean backers can't be choosing. You're not giving me you're not paying me for this blood, okay? But I've tried to do blood drives like at work and, and they ask you all these questions. And you know, sometimes when people rattle off questions, I'm like, Yeah,
1: no, that you yeah, no. I know if if I got into a car accident and I need a blood transfusion that saved my life you better give me that tattoo blood <laughs> you better give me that tattoo blood i don't care i, don't care. I got a tattoo too Like I don't now, now
3: you're healing up and it's a swastika
1: <laughs> whatever <laughs> but uh
3: yeah i don't know about prom man it's it's making me nervous because i christmas is coming up
1: well, prom,
3: this how you, this then prom how you. then they birthdays
1: this is how you this how you fix that have a conversation with your daughter now whatever young man you think is taking you to prom he's not
3: there's no boy involved she's already told me like prom is all about me I don't want to take a date because I don't want the attention on anyone else but me this is a verbatim conversation
1: Damn, you gotta stop this before it gets out of control.
3: It's already out of control. You you've seen what this becomes <laughs> in later in life. Stop this before it gets out of control. She's yeah. 17, about to turn 18. It's over. Like I've I've done the best that I could. Mm. I bought her to the promised land.
1: God bless her. So <laughs> God bless her.
3: Cause I I inquired, like, so who you gonna go to prom with? She's like,
1: I'm not taking a date. Prom is about me. She got one and a half responsible parents, man. You did the best you could do. <laughs> You know that
3: <laughs> I spoiled I, I remember spoil like I spoiled her. I spoiled her whole life. It's it was it was me. Yeah, it was me. I, re, I always talk about this incident. My friend's mother brings it up because she's still pissed about it. That she had dinner at her house like around Christmas. It wasn't Christmas dinner, but it was around Christmas. Invited a whole bunch of people over. I remember she made lasagna, and my daughter, my oldest girl was maybe two or three at the time. We were potty training. But I know she was wearing panties, and this is how I know. And that because she did not want anyone to touch her, she sat in my lap for four hours. And because she didn't want to walk past people and take the possibility of them touching her, instead of us getting up to go to the bathroom, she peed in my lap. I took her to the bathroom, changed her, wore a towel for the rest of the day, and we went back to her laying in my arms so that no one could touch her. Yeah, it's not her, it's you. It is. It's you. It, it is. is. You. Why didn't
1: she want anybody to touch? Why?
3: She was She was just, she's been particular since she was little. Yikes. She didn't want nobody to, t- man, I, t- I tell this story all the time. Her first day of head start, I went to drop her off. She started crying. I started crying. I said, you know what? Ain't going to be no school today. And we oh, left. Christ. And we hung out all day. Jeez. I get back home that night. And her mom was like, "How's the first day of school? She was like, I don't I- know. McDonald's was great. <laughs> <though."> <laughs> she, and that's how she was. Happy she was like, I don't know. I stayed with daddy all day. And she's like, what do you mean? I didn't. Nah, it's too much. It's too much on both of us. Dog, if she Every goes. Every
1: single parent, they, everybody cried. It's okay. Go in, a, go in the classroom, dog.
3: If she goes away for college, like, leaves the state, I am going to be a wreck. I'm going to be
1: on suicide watch. Yeah. for a whole, That's the furthest we've ever been from each other. For a whole four hours. Why you dropping off? Are you going to come back to the crib like? No, man. That empty nest
3: thing is, like, is is real. Now, I still got a couple more left before the nest is fully empty. But, like, I, I see it now. Like, my oldest— he don't live there, and he don't even act like like he don't get mail there. He come visit when he want to, and... Now you know how I feel. And I just be like, dog, would you text back a little bit more, you know? And he be like, I'll be busy. <laughs> I'll be busy. Man, he trying to find his way in the world. I, and I get it, but, like, my daughter, my my girls are something else, so... So that's my oldest. She, you know, was the financial terrorist. My youngest was the emotional terrorist this week. She had us all hyped up because on Thursday, it was supposed to be a brunch with the parents at school. And it was picture day for the kids, too. So she got this whole new outfit, and she was like, I want to take pictures with all of y'all. Like, we was going to do, like, a family portrait. But she woke up that morning and put her outfit on, had her hair done, looked in the mirror, and sent me a text like, I'm taking pictures by myself.
1: Dang! Why are you keep, why are you creating these type of women? What what's going on? Is it you? It's what's going it. on?
3: It probably is. Entitled, this, spoiled,
1: self centeredness. <laughs> what what's going on? Man? She wants to take after she approved
3: my outfit Fix in it. advance. Fix it. it. It might. I still may have some hope for the youngest. So she was like, I want to take pictures by myself. So
1: that dash that whole thing. Put your foot down, man. Put your foot down. <laughs> I just, I let her. All right, no, me and my her, kids so. not gonna be friends, and I'm okay with that. It's not
3: about being friends, but when you have a daughter, like that's gonna pull at your heart differently, Jason. And I hope that you have, I pray that you have a son, because you need a namesake, you need, you know, to pass down the bloodline, but you also need a daughter to understand, like. God's cruel jokes in life Because well, having always, a girl Balances your life out in a way That you'll never understand until You have one
1: well my nickname is not Dirtbag so, <laughs> so I don't I don't I don't think I'm gonna have too much too much issues In that department but look man I had a I had a pretty interesting week this week man I had a pretty busy week dog um, Last Saturday I went to the to the Tigers game I saw
3: uh, why, you you wear know, your, why you putting your shirts all the way up to the neck
1: I don't know. I always like that. Okay. I don't like, it's like, I guess these shirts, I don't like how the collar, like kind (laughs) of, it kind of look like 70s vibe or something. Like I don't like when collars like, it's only certain shirts that you can unbutton that first one and it stay in a respectable place. I I don't
0: know.
3: But like I saw you twice outside. I saw that picture. And then I I saw you yesterday when I was recording New Dame after dark dropping next week. I saw you yesterday when you was recording, and your shirt looked a little tight around the neck again. I just, yeah, I usually
1: wear my – I usually button up to, all the way to the top. Yeah, so that's just your thing. I've, I think I've been like that for quite some time. Okay. Maybe.
3: So you went to the Tigers game.
1: Went to the Tigers game, uh, seeing Miggy, you know what I'm saying, farewell. Um, Is that the last home game? Yeah. Man. Well, Sunday technically so, was, okay. but it was – they did the whole ceremony, you know what I'm saying, and everything it was pretty dope. Um, my cousin, Netta, her birthday was the – earlier in the week, so she had got like a a little deck area, you know what I'm saying? So I was at the game at like 11.30, you feel me? And I stayed way too long. I stayed to about 3.30. Okay. Like, the game was still going on, but like... You had enough.
3: <laughs> I mean... Let's go Tigers. It's only so much I can take. You <laughs> mean?
1: It's only so many beers I can drink. I'm like, I got out of there, and then I hung out downtown a little bit. And then, um, so that was Saturday. Sunday, I actually... Was in a movie, dog. Okay. I it's it's going to be on Tubi eventually, I'm assuming.
3: So you're just trying to do everything I want to do. Huh?
1: <sighs> hey, man. <laughs> the the world operates in a certain form and fashion. Dog, believe- I just
3: got my 2B dreams just crushed in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I came to the man directly, and was like, "Yo, I'm really trying to." He was like, "No, fuck that. I'm trying to put you on 2B. <laughs> yeah. I said, "No, no, 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 that I I want that too, but I want to like I want to be like, "No, that's not my baby. I want to do one no, of them you gotta, too." You
1: got to get what the world takes. You know, we had wrote on the pod a couple a couple years ago it's okay. been that long Yeah. You know he be shooting movies and whatnot, and he had hit me Brody's up aunt. yeah Ro hit me up it was like uh, a couple of weeks ago and he was like listen I'm shooting a movie uh, and I need a, a radio station scene like you still got the studio I'm like yeah yeah so I'm mean, like bet he gave me some dates or whatever whatever and was like well technically we need somebody to play the radio host interviewing the main character you know what I'm saying do you want to do that I was like yeah I mean that's not like a stretch you know what I'm saying yeah So they sent me the script. It's not like a bunch of lines, you know what I'm saying? They sent me the script and and the person that I was playing, I was like, yo, this is is wild. (laughs) I was like, this is wild, but- Were you basically
3: playing yourself?
1: Well, day of, I realized that they originally wrote it for this person, but I was able to use my own name. You know what I'm saying? So um, we shot it in the other room. So like, turns out, this was was like the 10th day of shooting. It was the last shoot, period. And they Wrapped up, you know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be the very first thing in the movie. That's uh, what's up. And guess what's in it? The blue and, and the, the black. black. And I said my name, like Jay Johnson. You feel Boy, me? God, God blessing us, you know what I'm saying? We're you know, so, so, and, so, and sometimes the blessing don't look like how you think it's gonna look. I tell you what, because it was it without going into too much detail, it was 100% God. Because earlier, uh, in the day or the day before, like I was having. I was putting some plans together in my in my brain and like oh, what things can look like if I, if I if I chose to do something differently and whatever whatever and then this happened and because this was supposed to happen like a week and a half ago and I never heard nothing back yeah. so Saturday night I got a text late at night like hey uh, just confirming for tomorrow I said, I'm like. <laughs> Uh, that's just late notice, but yeah, that still works out <laughs> gladly. <laughs> and I had no sessions at that time, but right. like, but you know, it worked, it worked out perfectly. You feel me? It, it worked out perfectly. So that, he knew. that was Saturday he knew. and that was Sunday. And I, you know, and I'll be honest with you. This is really, really professional. Like this whole place was full of people and staff. You know, they had a food spread, they had assistants and makeup and like of actual lighting crew uh, they connected shit on the ceiling and shit to make sure everything was like like it was a lot more. It was a legitimate like production. production you know what I'm saying? That's what's um, up. But
3: your man shoot movies professionally. Like this is was, what he does. It's like it's
1: 36th that he's been shot. That's uh, crazy. You know what I'm saying? So um, like that was smooth. Um, then on Monday, I shot or technically I reshot. I shot a sit down interview for this um, low key, this uh, uh, video platform show called Another Conversation Peace. Um, Pharaoh. I, I actually looked and I created the name and like page for this stuff in 2020. Like I've been sitting on this idea like for a long time. And technically me and Pharaoh shot this in July. Well, we shot a version of this in July because his the original opening date was gonna be like August 11th or something like that and um the store changed so much he had more stuff in there so we shot it again and it came out it came out better um anyway
3: and the soft launch at the neighborhood grocery store I believe is this weekend on Sunday yes, yes.
1: on Sunday is a soft launch at a neighborhood grocery that's 500 Manistique. um oh, go support man and um I'm going to drop a link to our uh, our sit-down interview called Another Conversation Peace, Play on words, you feel me? Yeah. Um, and uh, that's not a weekly thing, man. That's a, whenever there's good people to have good conversation with. And, you know, we'll build it up and see what, is, what it turns into. But, like, there's a couple people I always wanted to have a um, a sit-down um, interview with and uh, or conversation because the interview, I don't like <laughs> –
3: I don't like the word interview. I yeah. just like to talk to people. Yeah,
1: just you know, sit and kick it. You know what I'm saying. So it's been a a busy week, and you know, putting that on the socials and trying to start a new YouTube page and a new social. But I mean, that's a whole. It's a whole bunch of it's, it's More a lot. Solo
3: bookings. That's a, that's you're trying to lot. break up the band, man. <laughs>
1: just <go>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jim Ariyan. Jim Arion.
1: <laughs> That's you're breaking up. You breaking up the group, man. Oh, man, that's a different. That's a different lane. That's a different thing. Shop talk is shop talk, and then you know. Uh, like, even uh, Farrell, I mean, even now, he couldn't lead an interview without explaining, expressing how much shop talk has meant to the opening of the store. And The first time
3: the we first had Farrell on, he hadn't had a building. It was just an idea. It was right. literally just a thought. We saw it online. Yeah. Like, wow, we'd love to talk to him. And now, I mean, it's, you know, we've watched the whole process, the crowd, funding, everything so to, to, an actual brick and mortar store ready to be open.
1: Man, that's the homie, man. You'd be surprised all the the BS that went on behind the scenes that you just would not think of like, yo, I'm just trying to get this thing open. Yeah. How many people who are not supportive of that, how many organizations? How like it's crazy. He's gone
3: through a lot of hurdles, but he yeah. th- he stood fast on it. He yeah. and what I love is to see people talk about it, then do it. Yeah. And no matter how long it took. He did it, yeah. and he's going to do it, and we're gonna support him every step of the way. I can't wait to record an episode out of the neighborhood grocery. I can't wait to yeah. continue to support my homie. Pull
1: up on a grand opening, you feel me? I yeah. showed. I said to. I showed. I showed my father. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, I'm proud of you. This is great. Um, I'm gonna. And my father lives not on the east side of Detroit. Okay, very wester from from the east side. Like I'm going there and pick. I'm getting my groceries from there. You know what I'm saying? That's
3: that's the love and support amazing. that he needs, yeah, and yeah. this is just hopefully the first of many stores. Pharaoh, you got to bring the next one over to the west side. Yeah, got to bring the next one to the west side.
1: And also, the little conversation piece is like, um, that's my lane when it comes into videography. Like, I don't, I'm not doing, I don't do music videos. Um, I w- want to shoot sit down interviews. You know what I'm saying? Would
3: you do a music video? Uh Probably have to be for somebody you know or really like. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like I did like some studio content for like Rick. You know what I'm saying? I do sit down interviews with him and like
3: I'm more of that. I'm glad that you mentioned Rick's name because, you know, when I said that whole thing about Rick and Nick doing a song, I feel like I should get EP credits for that. So I'm going to need you to put me.
1: We've already talked about it schedule the session. I I I need need EP
3: credits for that. Okay.
1: All right. All right.
3: You don't. I, I love Rick and I love Nick, but I ha- I would hate for me to do to them what I did to Name Tag. Because right now, Name Tag <laughs> owes me $4 million. <laughs> the numbers keep getting higher. Because he's not paying. And in a minute, I'm going to seize his assets. Okay. I know right. where he works. All right. I have a general idea where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> and in a minute, I'm going to seize Name Tag's assets because he slandered me. So it's a little bit different than... I'm not going the slander route. I just want my points and I want 50 of those points.
1: Okay. But listen, before we jump into to everything else, uh, next Sunday, which will be October the 15th, we are having the Urban Podcast Summit, the fall edition um, at Heavy House Studios. The link has been in the bio for all of our socials. Um, it's a podcast summit, so we're going to have those on the stage Um talking about expanding your network and content creation, um, monetizing your podcast, um, like a bunch of different topics uh, that you can, people think that you could just turn on the microphone and then that's it. Maybe that's it to start the actual podcast to be successful. That's so
3: got- much the infancy of it. If you wanted to be successful and like, let's not even beat around the bush. Everybody wants to see a couple dollars. Yeah. Everybody want to, want to
1: want their podcast to be that one you got it, it take a lot of work take a lot of work in, or or just to help you find your niche or find your way in the marketplace um, how you can go about advertising and connecting with different people and it's also a podcast a podcast mixer so like the best place to grow your podcast is on another podcast um, to, or to advertise your podcast on another podcast so it's going to be a lot of different content creators there also if you're an artist or somebody who likes to be interviewed it's probably gonna be a good place to be because everybody who does the interviewing will be there yeah so meet and greet as well as learn some information on um, urban podcast summit gonna be october the 15th between 4 and 7 pm um the first time we did this was in 2017 and we had a premium peak there yeah uh, big greg was in the building yeah um we had it was a what's so funny is I looked at some pictures and video from there and the people who were in the crowd. Um, and how many of them people started the basically their own podcasting in Detroit, yeah. How they everybody that made their way through through these walls. We've been
3: at the uh African American History Museum, we've yeah. made
1: history that's a big fact, black history, yeah. So uh, that's going to be coming up uh, next Sunday. And if you want to pull up on your mans and them, um, you know, take some pictures, hang out, you know.
3: And a schedule a solo booking. You're yeah. never going
1: to catch me outside in real life. If you catch me at the Tigers game, maybe, you know, I don't be outside that much. You be places smoking cigars. Uh, I'll be low-key, you know. Can't find me. You don't post them dates till days later. I ain't posted a date, period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay I'm a busy man Working working studio Man, That's you ain't it. got a lot of me It's my life <laughs> People think I'm lying But anywho, man uh, We got a guest in the building Hey, man this, this guest is a
3: long time coming And it's not a lot of people Like this is actual family for me right. uh, This is my brother-in-law uh, The father to my four beautiful nieces and nephews he he got a crazy story. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let him tell his own story. But an amazing gentleman, educator, father, MC, Emmy award winner, two time Emmy award winner. I got my brother in law, Mr. E and D Emmanuel Smith, in the building with us, man. Brother Thank you coach. for coming through, bro. Thank you for having me, fam. It's a long time yes. coming. Yes. It's been a long time coming. Most definitely. Gl- I'm glad we were able to finally lock you down and get you in here, man. How you been?
4: real good man just y'all talking about the week i literally just got back from uh doing a camp we take our fourth and fifth graders to camp Mm. so uh got back today
3: okay how was the camping with the fourth and fifth graders it's dope it's dope are y'all in cabins
4: or tents cabins we go up to camp OEA, so we take them up about an hour away they just have a time away from technology a time away from the city Canoeing, archery, zip lining, mm. making bonfires, building shelters—like the whole night. That's beautiful, man. Yeah,
1: that's just out of the regular school program, or they had like join a special group yeah. or something.
4: No, nah, it's a part of like, it's it's like a tradition that. Yeah, it's do. like
3: a curriculum base. I remember when my son. When Amari was going there, mm-hmm. and he played us out of his opportunity to go. Oh. I remember the teacher had like said the amount. It was like maybe $250. Mm-hmm. And he took it upon himself that like my parents are struggling <laughs> and they don't have the money. So I'm not going to tell them. So when we went to parent teacher conference, it was like two or three days before the trip. Uh-huh. And I hear all the other kids talking about the trip. I'm like, oh, the trip is coming up. Like, great. like, And she was like, it's too late. So when I asked him about it, he was like, well, I didn't think you all had the money. I was uh-huh. like, look, man, let me and your mama were about 250 like for you to make the trip. So he never got the opportunity yeah. to go, and then we changed schools and all that. So I'm glad to see that they're still holding tight to that tradition. Most definitely. One, some of my fondest memories, I was a Boy Scout for a lot of—
1: I wasn't never a Boy Scout, and that's the only people I know did that type of stuff was Boy Scouts, and I yeah. wasn't never a Boy Scout.
3: Yeah, we went, we went camping, and like my dad would always be involved with that stuff. Mm-hmm. With me. he would go camping with me, or to like a lot of the a lot of the local trips. Now, like when we would go to summer camp and stuff, like that was the opportunity to like.
1: Yeah, I ain't never been to camp. Yeah. My Amen. camp was go to your grandma's house in South Carolina for four weeks out of the. I mean, that's <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's camp yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah. we that, was. We was in the woods, like, yeah. making obstacle courses yep. in the cornfields. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, but
3: I remember that experience of, like, pitching a tent, sleeping outside in the mm-hmm. tent. You got to learn not to keep food in your tent because yep. you wake up with a raccoon on your stomach.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, <laughs> dealing with, like, wild animals and doing that whole thing. We did archery. We were shooting, learning how to make campfires, learning how to cook, yep. like, on a campfire. And like those things always like, those are like some of my fondest memories and Mm -hmm. things that I look forward to. I remember we learned how to sleep outside in below freezing weather. Mm -hmm. And like how to survive in that type of condition. Not to say that I'm like some outdoorsman, but like if I had to sleep outside and it was below five, I know I could make it.
1: Yo, them YouTube channels I follow. This one dude, he goes like by himself, random places and he just finds stuff in the environment to make yeah. a make a living or make a little hole or something yeah. like that and if some people haven't they have like an axe or some 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 trinkets or whatever to do but man, i love them type of uh them joints i just i mean i'll just be on youtube all day looking at this shit, one right?
3: of my favorite shows is naked and afraid now i don't think i could go that far i don't <laughs> think i could do that but like it's one of my favorite things to watch but like the whole camping aspect Again, one of one of my most fondest memories and some of my best memories, like with my old man being able to go camping. Yeah. So that's beautiful. So I don't know if we can say the name of the school, but like you are pretty in a high position there now.
4: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, You You know, know, titles is the work. But uh, this year I'm the assistant principal at the school. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: And you were previously dean of of culture. Okay. so what is what is your role? What is your day to day kind of look like?
4: You know, we have a I have a calendar and stuff, you know, this time this time, but a lot of times it's really like um just making sure that everybody is okay, you know, so I start at the door, you know, and I kind of get a pulse of like who is coming in good, who is like irritated, who just got a pair, pair of shoes over the weekend, who just got cut up, you know. Yeah. Stuff like that um and then from there it's just it's checking in you know i got like my group check-in some of my fellas you know they'll hunt me down before i can even get to their classroom like mr e uh we ready to check in and they really they're like the busybody, so they just want to like, I do out, some I exercise, movement, you, you know do. what I'm saying, because that's what I do with them. Some people, like, some, a parent came up the other day, was like, are they in trouble? Like, nah, they just want to do some push-ups and some burpees, you know, before they go back to class. They so, got to
3: get some of that energy. Yeah, yeah and in that's all life.
4: it really is, is like, they just want to be boys they are seven years old. They don't want to just sit down. or you know, so... Gotta I do, get that energy yeah, out. It, it's important, you know. I can't sit down for an hour, you know, without moving, you know, so... I don't expect them to do it and i don't punish them for you know they're not being malicious they just want to move um so i do that um check in with teachers like check in what the culture is um but there's one thing that i do specifically every morning like i hope to create like a creed and a chant for the school and the kids get real geek like if i come in a, in, a, in a classroom and like say the chant with them i hype them up and At my school, I can really be me, and so I'm loud, you know what I'm saying, go in the whole floor, know I'm there, but it just really helps to get the energy right for the day. Um, And that, you know, with that, doing parent phone calls, parent meeting, teacher meetings, um, just running the gambit of, of the school all the way down to dismissal. You know what I'm That dismissal is yeah. a monster. No, it it, it gets real. It's a monster. It's the yeah. club let out. No, you feel it, me? Gets re- it gets worse. It's worse. Especially after when we came back after the pandemic, like people just came back ready to black out for no reason at all.
3: Yeah. It's, I know what campus you're at, and I remember, like. Yeah,
4: we're on a dead end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I remember that loop around. <laughs> Look, man, getting let. Get First of all, you got to get there early because mm-hmm. if school let out three thirty and you just pulling up at three o'clock, like you and dead man's yep. man, yep, you got to get there early. And you know the way they got to usher them kids in and out, man, is 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 wild. It's wild. Yep. This it's not for the weak. Nah, not at all. And for you to have to do it every day,
4: yeah, rain, every day. snow, in Michigan, sleet, yep.
3: <laughs> you know when I went to my daughter's school yesterday. You know, the kids, they are so excited just to be there and be with each other. But there's, you know, school let out at 2.30, around 2.15 or so, mm-hmm. you can feel that that buzz. Oh, yeah. like they, you know, it's time to go. Yep.
1: It's like your last hour at work. Yep. <laughs> You're not yep. productive. Your last, yep. I get off of it at 5 or uh-huh. 4. Like I, right, my boss
3: asked me today. She like, what shift do you work? <laughs> and I was like, Are you, I mean, you trying to you trying to clock me? <laughs> she was like, Well, I'm trying to make a schedule for backup, and it's just a little discrepancy about what 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 shift do you really work?
1: I show when work needs to be done. I leave when all my work is done. And, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Beginning to end. <laughs> I was like, you know, nine to uh, five
3: ish five. Thirty-ish, depending on who's still logged in. Depending on who could, who I like. For real, once I see you and your boss logged off, my day is done. It's all right. My day is done. I am here in spirit. (laughs) Y'all use Teams. Yeah. When did Teams take over? Pandemic. I remember when I went to Quicken, when I started working for Quicken Loans, like that was their thing before we left the office, was like updating schedules, finding out like where your stats were. They were using Teams. And then once we went home, I hate that ding. I hate that ding. But once we went home, it was like that's the only way we communicated with each other was on Teams.
1: It's like knowing that like video conferencing on Teams is like, it sucks. It's horrible. It's not, it has nothing to do with your internet speed. It's just, it's just bad.
4: It's very Androidish. Yeah.
1: I don't like I don't <laughs> like Teams though. I don't like it neither. And they were like, well, why don't you sign in for
3: Teams on your phone? I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Y'all don't pay for this. Like now, nah, if y'all gonna give me a phone, I will have Teams on that phone. But like my personal, I don't even want people being able to get in touch with me like that. Mm-mm. Nah. Well, I got I
1: got I I got a work phone that got Teams and yeah. like, all that other crap on there.
3: But that's because they gave you a work phone, they didn't ask you to do it on the J. Johnson Batline, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I don't like when companies try to co op your personal phone. Like, fam, you can give me a work phone, mm-hmm. yeah. But if are you gonna pay the bill, you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? <laughs> no, don't, no, you can't call, no, <laughs> you got you can have my emergency contact, <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Or how about this, my if, email, my, right?
3: <laughs> if my laptop is available and up, you can call me on Teams, and if I can talk, I'll pick up.
1: And he gave me an iPhone, laptop, Windows, and an iPad, like, fam, we gonna contact you. Yeah, like, and you gonna ask? We need you to be available.
3: I used to be, when I had that position, I was on, I remember, like, weekends being on call, mm. and I thought that was the worst, like, typically nothing ever happened, but, like, I was on call, like, once, and something popped off at, like, 3 in the morning, and I was like, "Yo, I really got to like get up and so before, handle
1: this." Like, I'm not salary. You know what I'm saying? I'm off. Yeah, you got to pay me one when I, if I'm working off the clock. You got to pay me that. My, my work phone is staying in the car. <laughs> it did <it> do. <laughs> I'm not working right now. Uh, you know. I wake up in the morning and see who called off. <laughs> on, my, on my way on my way to work, I look at my phone like, oh shit, somebody called me four times six o'clock. Six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so like we're
3: required to give our teams our personal number. Nah. With with my current job. And I only got like one person who's like that. Like she'll, if she call off, I'm like, you don't have to call me See, when you call off because there's a call off process. Mm. And I'll
1: get the information. You don't have to call me directly. See, that's some cheating stuff that they're doing. That like you required to give somebody your personal number. You can't make me do what I want. Like you can give, if, if you want that to be the default work number, mm-hmm. then give me a work phone. Exactly. Like you're trying to save some money. Like we'll just have them use their... No, give me a, a stipend towards my monthly bill or something. If you want to buy me a whole phone, but right. you gonna make me give somebody my number? I don't want. I don't want them to have my number. Yeah, so yeah, you can have it. I'm blocking you though. Let's <laughs> 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 go. I can't mess with it. Uh, man, I just found out this week that there is also there's a regional Emmy award.
3: Mhm. Yeah.
1: I yep. had no clue. Yep. I did not know it existed.
3: Yep. So I yep. remember when we was downstairs talking. That's what you mentioned. You got two regional Emmys. Yep. 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 I did yep. not know that was I a didn't thing. Either. I didn't either. Until
1: my- two days ago.
4: Yeah. No. So what does that process look like, bro? It's it's like, it's almost like to me, it felt like a secret society. Like I thought it was just the television. And Until it's the I same saw, company. Bro. Yeah, Why yeah, it's yeah. The it's same Emmy. You know what I mean? Um, uh, one of my one of my guys, a <laughs> I saw him with an Emmy a few, like, a bunch of years ago, and I'm like, dang, how did he do that? Like, he's standing that, you know, but it was the the Emmy Awards that they have down here in Detroit, but I'm thinking he's, like, in Hollywood or something, because yeah. he has an Emmy, but what they do is they have different regions, you know, throughout the states. So, we have a, a Michigan region that's, like, a Midwest region, the Northeast region, and what they do is they have, like, an Emmy Board of Governors, and the Emmy Board of Governors are responsible for uh, watching the submissions of everybody that submitted. So, like, if you're a part of a radio station, I'm uh, not radio station, a television station, or if you have, um, you know, some type of production company, you can you can submit, and then it goes through the board. We watch a whole bunch of because I was a part of the Board of Governors. I, I did that was another thing I didn't know, like uh, Emmy Board of Governors. I'll apply and like. I made it, you know, and it was like a two year. That's position. where the secret society started. Yeah, and I was just like, let me just try. And so you watch the submissions, you vote, and then they tally up the votes. And then that's how you get submitted, you know.
1: And Barry was talking about it on his story. And um, in this one particular category, there was one submission. Yep. And he was like, you know, I made content in this category. Yep. Like, I didn't know this existed. I was like. I I think I make content in this category too. Yeah. Um, now, like it's on my list. Yeah. Like I want. So one of the homies that I grew up with, um, I saw like last year. You know, he in Tuxedo One. He mm. had an Emmy in his mm-hmm. hand and stuff. Um, and I'm like, I want. Now I'm thinking like, cause I immediately thought Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm like, but I now I gotta go back and look to see. If that was a Michigan one, not that it it means like anything less, but I just I just didn't. And I'm like, well, why why ain't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I did not know. Like you kept yeah. it secret from you. It's like I, I I instantly got more creative. Yeah. Like when I when I felt that that was like obtainable, I'm like, ah, oh, I want to I want to create.
4: Because like in the Michigan region, it's a lot of like news. It's like it's a lot of like news in the different so it's like sports, news, documentary, um youth some like a spin where yeah. they are like a youth but in all of those categories there's ways that you can spin yours to fit the category. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we did with with uh the Mr. E show. Um I partnered with the City of Detroit. Um actually uh one of the people they they reached out to me I was doing an interview about my math mixtape on uh, Michigan State side, and he heard it. And I was mentioning like vintage PBS, like that. That was always my thing, you know. Always the, the sights and the sounds of it, you know, um, the music, like the scents and all that, you know. So I was like, I want to recreate something like that, you know. Okay. And um, he reached out to me. We we chopped it up, and he was like, "Yo, I think we we could do something like this." And we just started meeting downtown. And um, with his with his team, and when, when when we were talking, he was like, yo, we're going to get an Emmy off of this. And I was like, what? Like, I, okay, I remember seeing my guy get one, but I'm like, yo, we can do that? He was like, yeah, no, this is going to be our first high-quality children's programming show.
1: Man, it's just so frustrating now, mm-hmm. knowing that there was a glass ceiling somewhere that I didn't know existed. Yeah. Because, like, why exactly— do we just assume Los Angeles is the only place that matters?
3: Right, because that's as, the only one that we see. Yeah, you know that's that's the Emmy
4: award.
1: But yeah. as if content isn't worldwide wherever it's made at. Them. Yeah, like no, this 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 is good. Yeah, and I just instantly start by like, oh what what do, I can shoot this I can do that. Yeah, like, bro. Like
4: like I just got uh I, I was like let me just try try for a Webby, uh, submit it for a uh, a Tele award. Got a Telly award just off the submit you know submit it like yeah. I, I can fit in this category, and I just took like some of the same content and submitted there.
1: Man, I'm 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 on that I'm on that wavelength, and I was talking to somebody and uh, who got me inspired to write a book or, or ebook, right? Um, about this multimedia podcast and this stuff or whatnot, and like I, I'm going I'm 100 going to do it, um, but it was like he was basically saying like, yo, it's not even about book or trying to make money but it's like to set yourself apart from everybody else Mm -hmm. like you've been we've been doing this for seven years okay that's one all right seven years author of a book on this particular title right oh snap Emmy award winning such and such now that's like when I go into Fox or such and such it's different from oh he got a podcast right and like, okay, now let's let's set let's set myself apart from. And now
3: I can go places and lecture yeah. yeah. and talk for an hour, and you all pay me. Yeah. Y'all
1: y'all give y'all run
3: my little rundown. Remember, we almost had that chance to go to Michigan State and present. Park had uh, set that yeah. up for us.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I Yeah, all about that.
3: So I mean, we those opportunities you know you just never hear about them until you hear about them yeah and the crazy thing is you know with you working in the schools and with the kids I'm always a firm believer of like kids see the truth they oh. understand it they know when you BSing them they know when you giving them the real and I always remember like feeling around sixth or seventh grade when people was like you can be whatever you want to be and you starting to see like people turn into who they are uh-huh. and I'm like Charles is not going to be you know yes. something. Charles uh-huh. is going to be a menace for the rest of his life uh-huh. and I can see that
1: now You know what's so funny? 7th grade uh, when R. Kelly run, run, uh he ran all of uh, the progressional speeches for I believe mm-hmm. I can fly yeah. like in the early 90s and late 90s you could not be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Now with the that sound bold, but like now yeah. with the with the aid of the internet and technology, yeah. you could literally do whatever.
3: It, it looks a little bit different. Yes, you can be whatever you want, but can you be it and be successful? And I remember, like, you know, one of the things I, I always remember. I had a uh, in high school. I had a teacher. I don't know what they call it now, but like she taught, he taught like geography, social studies, mm-hmm. all of that, and talking about like. Before we die, we gonna see a black president. And I remember like being sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, like, yo, dog, you gonna be dead before it's a black president. And when like Barack Obama, I always remember like those words, and then Barack became president. He would always be like, Y'all, y'all young black men can be whatever you want. And I'm
1: like, nigga, I can't be president. <laughs> we gonna see a trans president.
3: I I think we will. And that's <laughs> That is a scary thought. Next topic. That's a scary <laughs> thought, bro. Dangerous territory. <laughs> yeah,
1: dangerous territory.
3: Because things is gonna get yeah, crazier. Yeah. You know when they talk about, we always talk about the best of times. Like, as crazy as it is, this the best. Uh, yeah. And bad. it's only downhill from here.
1: Like in real life, not to get, not to be this person, right? But like, let's say you believe in the Bible, right? and you believe in Revelation, the whole nine yards. It gets way worse. You know this is going to get progressively worse. Yeah. Way worse. And like sometimes it frustrates me with believers or whatnot where you can see something that was, quote, unquote, I know how it sounds, but whatever. You can see something that was predicted, right, and you know how it's going to end. And I'm looking at it like, yo, this looks just like what we were just reading. And no, no, he's going to fix the schools. He's going to... Build up like I like y'all know this has to happen, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it has to be a, a deceiver or somebody who looks uh-huh. like it's gonna be a great idea, and then we know this is gonna get progressively worse. Yeah. So it's like, and and just
3: <laughs> beyond things getting progressively worse in biblical terms and living terms, like things are gonna get worse with nature. And I saw I, I went down a rabbit hole this weekend, and they talking about a new supercontinent that will eventually evolve. And as like, yo, it's going to cause massive climate change where only about 8% of the earth will be inhabitable.
1: Damn, this, this earth has been destroyed. Yeah. After, there's been at least set, six to seven ca- cataclysms. Of like it's, it's, it, it's happened. Yeah, We do for one. It just is what it is. And it, most of the civiliz- civilization disappears. There's a few left. They'll build it back up. We think we're the smartest that we've been forever. Can you think? So everything is digital, right? Mm-hmm. So when whenever the, the next thing happened, everybody then forgot how to build, mm-hmm. forgot how to do all this stuff. So you got to start over. I don't think this is the first time we had automotive vehicles In on this earth. I don't believe that. Well, hell, if you believe the Bible, it was fine. Ezekiel, what is Ezekiel's wheel? It's right? a spaceship. You feel me? Those the wheels and the then lights no and a and a sound and the yeah. smoke and the lot. Well, what else I'm gonna call it besides a chariot? That's what we call things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a chariot in the sky. Yeah. Like what else I'm gonna call it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any other name. <laughs> you for know it. what I'm saying? If we say uh, uh, all we know is cars, like man, that car was flying. Like
0: mm-hmm. we
1: don't know yet. I don't know what the I don't know how to call it an airplane or they just found a uh, a
3: tablet with Pythagorean's thi- theory on it but the tablet is a thousand years older than Pythagoras, At least. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like, yeah, he expressed it to us in what we know now, but somebody figured this out a thousand years before he ever came about.
1: Like the pyramids. So, for an example, right, not to get too crazy, too off topic, the pyramids right now with the the faces of the sphinx, with the, the nose and everything blew up. Right the head too small it's not in proportion with the rest of the body oh yeah right and most people some people think that these pyramids was there long 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 before the egyptians there and the egyptians carved their own faces in there Mm -hmm. and then later on somebody came and shot them noses off but like the head is too small. And there's not, and everything is so precise and precision. Why would you make the head so fucking small? Like, why would you make the head that so small? Anywho,
3: and it, and those and people just believe like the most pyramids are not even in Egypt. The in terms of the most amount of pyra- pyramids are not even in Egypt. Like, it's so much. So when when you talk about like the world being destroyed and rebuilt, it's happened. It's happened. is is due to happen again. Now it may take another
1: I don't think, thousand I don't,
3: centuries, but it's due to happen again.
1: I don't think it's gonna happen in my actual lifetime. Um, if it does, I'll be like, "Told you, <laughs> told y'all,
3: I told y'all." While well, you freezing to death yeah. in that North Face. <laughs> hey,
1: it's gonna. But when it happens, it's gonna be that. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's gonna wipe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly the the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Um Spinning and going this way, so when the polar sh- uh when the polar, when the north and south pole when it shifts, when it when it switch, and f- so basically it's like you driving in the car and the car stops immediately. Everything off the water, the air that's moving with us, it just keeps moving mm-hmm. while you standing still. So water, fl- like it's a wrap, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's a wrap. It's over for a lot of us. For most of us, yeah,
3: but I mean that's <laughs> you can go down that rabbit hole all day, but like that's just how how things are gonna happen,
1: yeah, can you tell me a little bit more about the the Mr e and the d show
4: for sure, so um, I basically like the whole goal behind it is like the stuff that inspired me, like mr rogers uh mr dresser sesame street uh electronic connection, like what would it look like if it was? Off of Dexter. You know what I'm saying? And if the characters weren't so, like, yo-gabba-gabba-ish, you know what I'm saying? But, like, just keeping it real, um, but still being, like, an imaginative show. So that's what this show is about. It's about, like, kids, black and brown kids on the show not being gimmicky. You know, just going on adventures. And then a lot of the adventures, all of the adventures that we go on, like, we do like a segue to something that's dope in the city so for instance when we were going on on the second episode we went on a pirate adventure to understand like the water and all that stuff you we went to the belle aquarium you know what i'm saying it had like one of the people talk about the 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 the, the underwater ecosystem and you know all of this stuff and you know so it Gives kids an opportunity to learn Like my goal is like Give them something to learn about But then also segue to like Somewhere where they can go So if you're in a city You know you can go to Bella If not In any city around You know the United States It's a state park You know That you can go to Where it just can can spark ideas Because When I first became a parent I always thought like It had to be something Where I had to spend a lot of money And that got old real fast So it's like yo, we can go to the state park, we can go here, we can go here, and we can have fun just off the experience for free, you know what I mean? And just that quality time. So the show, you know, I, um, we all, we always have, like, a, the adventure, uh, music, and then, like, that social-emotional piece of, like, either fighting through, um, creating something, um, Whatever that social piece is, you yeah. know, that emotional piece that a lot of kids, um, you know, they deal with. So, yeah.
1: So it's live action or is it a mixture of that? We're working.
4: Group? We're actually working on a live action show. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're like we want to do like a studio audience type of situation. That'd be but great. Um, yeah. But um, right now. The stuff that's out now is studio. Okay. Yeah.
1: Man, that's dope. Yeah. That's extremely dope.
4: Matter of fact, not to cut you off, we came here first. When yeah, we I, remember. I remember. I yeah,
3: remember. We wanted yeah. we wanted to kind of work out of here, but yeah. I don't know what we couldn't make connect, but I yeah. remember
1: the Greens room yep. it's not that it's not big enough for a full Yep, yep, that's what it it's was. Not, it's just it was not big size. enough for a full, a full production. You know what I'm saying? I just need a little bit more space. Yeah. But you know what's so funny now is I'm just learning this um, what a very small yeah. because AI is so is so wonderful, this content creation like I just watch this whole thing and I start playing around with it myself. So like I'll just shoot myself here mm-hmm. and I can pretty much cut out and mask myself yeah. and change everything. Like you know yeah. what I want. Draw a look I want a. I want a window to be here, and boom, there's a window. Yeah. I want such and such to be here, boom, there's yeah. a, a desk, or whatever. And now I look like you in a totally different location, yeah. and I'm like,
4: Man, and it's clean too, very yeah. clean. Yeah.
1: Like I was then. Uh, I was playing around with it this morning in Photoshop, and uh, Photoshop got one, and Adobe got one. Adobe one's still in beta, but like, I took a picture of my car outside the first day I got it. Right, then I was like, all right, let me put. I made a, another car in the background. I'm like, man, this it legitimately looked like there's another car, like sitting in the next spot. I'm like, let me, all right, let me put a, a, a tire jack right here. Boom, tire jack right there. Let me throw some birds in the sky. Mm-hmm. I got some birds in the sky. I'm like, man, this is, man, this is crazy. And like, you can literally do anything. I make this shit like the White House. Yeah. Like, and then you take it, and you can pull in another program, and then mm-hmm. change it some more, and then.
4: Make the objects move. Mask yep. it and not even
1: look, man, my
3: my homeboy sent me this on Facebook with the AI. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Future
3: and Russell Wilson <laughs> in the studio together. I'm he was like, Man, that you know, anything. I was like, first of all, this this picture is fake. Everything about this picture is fake. But I mean, that's the power of AI and it's such in its infancy. Yeah. Like this is what we got today. You're right. What it's gonna look like a year from now, five yeah. years from now, like, we're going to be watching a movie with all AI actors. Yep. Denzel could feasibly live forever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can play roles for 40 years from now, it'll still be starring Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just, we're, we're still so much in the
1: infancy of things. Like, this car right here in the background, that that's not there for real. snap! You know what I'm saying? Like, that is 100% Generated. It looked like it's just chilling in the back. It do. Like, that. It, it's not there in real
4: life. Like even in the Zoom. Because usually in the Zoom, you could catch, like, <laughs> pixelation and stuff. That's crazy.
1: And the shadowing underneath it, you know what I'm saying? It just, it, it don't exist in real life. I drove past your house, and your car was you're like, no, nah, look. Look at the picture. Also, man, one uh, of the Google Pixel just came out, right? And they got this software where, you know, you're taking a family picture. It's hard to get everybody mm-hmm. in the picture to look at the same time. So you take like four or five, six pictures. It'll stitch everybody together, fix the face, so not everybody is looking at the camera at the same time. That's wild. Now, now that, think about that. Now it's like, well, what is a picture? Because this particular moment never happened in real life. Yeah. Like it literally never and,
3: happened. And when I think about like family pictures, sometimes that's the, the yeah. jewel of the picture. Yep. My mother always had this picture up that I took with my grandparents when we were younger I didn't want to take the picture and in the picture I'm definitely giving a noticeable smirk to the camera so <laughs> when my mother got these pictures like immediately like she was upset like but
1: that's what makes like now that's I'm
3: what makes the picture like that's the memory yeah, though those the pictures I love
1: it's yeah. a conversation yeah. if the picture perfect I'm gonna look at the picture I'm gonna keep going yeah Oh, man, this is when Dane was seven. Mm-hmm. He he was always like a story comes with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, we in this quest for everything to be perfect. No, nah, we need I need some character. Right. Yeah. Like,
3: I don't want a perfect family photo. I wanted to capture yeah. the essence that of moment. my family. Yep. You know, them. I know all five of my kids ain't going to sit down and pay attention yep. and look at the camera. You know, I know all their personalities ain't going to mesh on the same day, but that's like the beauty of it. I got a picture that I shared with my with our mother in law of uh-huh. all the grandkids together.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And like, it's eight or nine. It's <laughs> when I think about it, me and you populated half of it. <laughs> yep,
4: yep.
3: It's, it's nine kids between us, the girls, and then Tila's baby. So it's like literally like twelve kids. Yep. It's 12 different people doing 12 different things. But in the picture, you capture everybody's personality. And the kids, when I look back at the picture, like, you know, Jada might have been in her first or second year of college. Like, Uh she's legit a grown woman. She's 24, 25 now. She's, like, legit a grown woman. So seeing the kids in all their different stages and... Looking at them then compared to when they are now, like, to me, that picture is perfect. Yeah. You took a picture of my son's prime send-off with the entire family on the front front porch. porch. That's right. And, like, when you really, like, dive in and look into that picture, it, like, legit encompasses everybody's personality. And those are the things that, like, live on forever.
1: Yeah. I love taking pictures because, like that picture end up in your daughter's phone or something, right? Yep. And her children will see this picture. Yeah. And it's going to look wet, mad old, yep. right? Because right now, this is the highest tech. Like, Yo, this uh-huh. is Chris. This is going to look mad old in the future. And it's going to be like, man, this picture 100 years old. Like at our family reunion, we got like a a traveling museum and everybody bringing their artifacts and everything. Yeah. And we got letters from the World War. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. letters people's writing their family. All this stuff in these pictures. Like we've traced my grandma... Heritage back to, um, out of captivity. Like we wow. can't go no further back, right? Right. And these are the two that started it all. And it's the picture of them. They have no idea that almost two hundred years later, I'm I'm looking at yeah. that. Yeah. You feel me? Like
3: they just took a picture. Yeah.
1: And we, everybody we, looked it's mean and sad in that picture. And yeah. Everybody looked like they probably felt. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You know, they just. But that's, that's the beauty of pictures, and
3: they, I don't want a perfect story. I want the real story. Yeah. I got a picture of my parents when they were dating in college, mm-hmm. and, you know, it still looks like my parents were like, you know, my dad with an afro, yeah, my yeah. mom with <laughs> an afro, like – Yo, they were young and in like they were kids and in love at a at a crazy like at a progressive time in their lives. And that that's the story that I want from Mm -hmm. from a picture. Yeah.
1: It's six years ago now, but when Kendrick dropped his last album when he said, I'm so Tired of the Photoshop? I want something natural, like yeah. women with the stretch marks. He mm-hmm. wasn't shaming women and by, like, no, I'm tired of the perfectness. Yeah, I don't want it to be 100. I don't want Photoshop. If there's stretch marks, there leave the stretch marks. Mm-hmm. Or if I just don't want the perfectness yeah. all the time. Yeah.
3: Like I don't know what some people really. Like some people are just your friends on social media. And I remember this this one girl I've been following her for on social media for a while and we interact. It's not like, you know, nothing going on, but like we just interact. And I remember seeing her in public and she spoke to me and like you wear so many different filters on your pictures. Like I legit didn't know, like. You know, we've never had like a physical conversation. I didn't know it was right, you. I'm right, not right, acting right. funny. Right, right, right. But like when you speak to me and give me your name and I'd be like, I think I know and then I looked her up on IG. I'm like, yo, these are two different people. You know, like this is a You can't me. You can't yeah, fish me. Yeah, bro. like th- these are the the young lady that I see doing yo get ready with me and the girl I ran into at Forman Mills, they
1: <laughs> they not the same person. I promise you I don't want to get ready with you, though. Like I'm tired of the video. I don't want to get ready with you. Yeah, and in real life, we're not even here for the same reason. It's one reason that we're getting ready with you. There's one girl who doing all the time. You're a very curvy woman. Yeah, that's why we here. <laughs> And then one of the girls said it in the comments, and all the other women was like, yeah. I'm like, see? Everybody's here for the same thing. We don't care about these horrible outfits that you put together. It's when you try to jump in the pants. Like, we know. This machine overhaul. You know why you're doing the video. We know why you're doing the video. But we acting like, come get ready with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that green blazer and them jeans on and go watch your day. I'm never going to see you out in this
3: outfit. I'm
1: like, it's a blazer and jeans, man. It's
3: content. It's just content.
1: this This is... we everybody got this on.
3: <laughs> oh, you got some Jordan ones. on? Like, oh, okay. Now, every time I see... So, like, every, there's a young lady I know, and her Air Max game is, like, phenomenal. Like, she wear a different pair of Air Max every time I see her, like, from vintage. To new Air Max, and like now, i see seeing a lot of Jordan ones. I'm like, that's that's
1: not your lane, that's not your style, <laughs> that's
3: not your lane, that's not your lane. <laughs> you're the queen of Air Maxes, like sticking your lane, yeah. Like, you're only doing the Jordan ones because, like, that's the the thing, right? I, as much as I like Jordans, I despise ones, like, they, so they. Weird. I know it is, but you like for
1: my shoes, I it's, do.
3: But because f- for me, I, you wear them. You wear Jordan ones every time I see you. Mm-hmm. But for me, they make my feet look big. And if, and if we being honest, you 13, yeah, 13 or fourteen, yeah, I do. <laughs> but for me, like my favorite pair of Jays is like the Elevens. Nobody can can tell me anything about the Elevens. I think they my, are the goat of Jays.
1: They used to be my faves. I grew up out of it. You know no, you no. That? You
3: said it the right. You grew up. You <laughs> felt like you outgrew them.
1: I mean, I still have them. I still wear them. You okay. know what I'm saying? but like, I didn't get rid of everything. You a little pat leather on my on my tip. Pause. pause. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely pause. Uh, how, how long have you been in uh, in, the, in the school?
4: Uh man, I've been doing. I've been in the school for about. Man, it's been a long time, and I at least a decade. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been at. I've been in administration for 10 years.
3: Okay. So um, I remember meeting you back before I got married mm-hmm. because Emmanuel's father also married me yeah. and my ex-wife. Before yep. I got married, you know, when I met you back in the church, you were doing like the YMCA yep. camps. Yep. yep. And this yep. was, gosh, man, almost 20 years ago. Yep. When I look at, look at that, I remember my oldest girl being with you at a camp. Yep. And I just get a random text from a strange number, and it's my daughter and Robin Givens in a phone. Oh photo.
1: yeah,
4: yeah, that's right, that's
3: so
1: right. So I get away from that lady, daughter. I call, look what she did to Mike. So like, I call this number back. Like this is why she, this is why your daughter want to be all about her. It's Robin Givens' fault. This all makes sense. I call this number back because
3: I'm like, first, who? My daughter should be in camp.
4: Right yeah, 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 yeah. Why is she
3: with Robin Givens? <laughs> I called the number back, and Robin Givens picks up. Yep. She was like, oh, that's your baby. Like, she was such an incredible young lady, and <laughs> we took a picture. and I'm like, yo, she's with my brother-in-law. She yep. should be in camp. But, like, yeah. <laughs> You know, you've been involved with them kids for a long time. And you you made brief mention to it, but you do the music
4: yep. with the math mixtape. Mm-hmm. So how
3: did that come about?
4: Um, It was during the heavy mixtape era. This was a little ways back. But like when Wheezy and Drake and all of them, you know, that piff was popping. For sure. And um Mad they took it away. Yeah. And a lot of the kids, that was like like the birth of the, the ear, earbuds, yeah. you know. And I just... I was starting to turn into the old guy, like, man, y'all turn that music off. Like, you you don't know, you know all these lyrics, but you don't know your multiplication, you feel me? Oh, you a parent for real? Yeah, yeah. So they were doing, they were doing like a math timesheet, and this kid was struggling with his threes. And I was like, that statement went through my head, like, you can remember all the math with the threes. I was like, this would be a dope idea. It was just right there. I could see myself in the classroom, the whiteboard behind me. I'm like, I'm gonna come out with a math mixtape. Because it was stuff on YouTube that was like, yeah rap. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't, it was there. Like, teachers were using it because it was rap, but it were like, yo, hey, you know. So I was like, I <laughs> want <one> to. the <laughs> two.
0: Two, two. Yo, yo, <laughs> yeah. yo. One,
4: two. Like, come it's on. It's three. Like, you yeah. Know, so I was like, I want to do something that the kids and the culture can relate to, you know what I mean? So I did it in straight mixtape style um, and I made the chorus the, the multiples piece, you know what mm. I'm saying? So like for the Sean joint, it was like, um, I can't even remember the whole joint. Tell me what you see. I see my homies having problems with the threes, so I say, what up, though? Listen to this CD. It's the E and the D. Teach you threes easy. But then 3, 6, 7, 9, and 12, 15, 18, 21, 24. And the kids listen to it. Okay. You know I, what I'm saying? I picked
1: what Sean's song that. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah.
4: And it was just like the melody. It was basically just taking the same concepts of
1: man, you be, remembering the hooks. You know what man? You know what, how I learned to count by sevens? Tech Bowl. Mm. Seven 14 21, 28 playing a game they didn't I don't, was there an extra point yeah, I think you did kick an extra point but like I learned how to count by sevens because yep. I always knew after this next touchdown yep. I got this and once it's baked in there mm-hmm.
0: it's like, oh.
1: I remember multiplication tables
3: I remember the teacher that like kind of ingrained it into me and it's because she had an incentive she would do uh, a times test every Friday. Mul- oh, yeah. And it would be a mix, you know, yep. multiplication tables. And she was like, if you pass three times test in a row, you don't have to take it no more. And you just get mm-hmm. an automatic 100. And I said, this is the easiest <laughs> way for me to get this 100. And I remember she, my mother would make me write them out 1 to 12 every Saturday. Uh-huh. Like, if you, if you want to get on that Super Nintendo, you're going to have to write these multiplication numbers out. And that's how it just got ingrained into me. And, like, it literally became, like, second nature. I see yeah. 12 by 12 is 144. Yep, like, yep, anything yep. to get to my goal, and that's how I got ingrained in it. Yeah.
1: We kind of talked, touched on this last week when we was uh, talking with the um, UAW folks. Yeah. But, like, the key to learning and getting somebody to move is incentive, right? But it has to be, like, so I have to want to do it. Right. Yeah. So you want you, people got to buy in. We yeah. leaders at
3: work. We can get I can give you the idea all day long. If you don't buy, buy in, in but, you're not going to do it. But
1: you you have That's to you want, want to do it because after I do this, I get this. Yeah. Right. So they did the times things for you. My father was the superintendent at uh, for Sunday school at our church. Right. So after church well after Sunday school. All the kids would go up to, he was a Sunday school teacher too, but every, they would go to his, uh, his his little spot upstairs. He had this giant thing of pennies. And if you can say all the books of the Bible, uh-huh. you get to put your hand in there and grab all these pennies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And put them in a little envelope and they're yours. They'll tie uh-huh. the envelope. But you know what I'm saying? They're yours. But as a kid, like a handful of pennies, oh, yeah. like that's a lot. So- yeah. You, you
4: think you, it's
3: a lot. <laughs> for Before a
1: kid. Yeah. I mean, shit, we, we had Penny Candy back then. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. You can go to the store and get uh, some nine letters for yep. a nickel or some yep. shit like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, because there was an incentive and you wanted to do it, then you went home and this repetition
0: mm-hmm. Genesis,
1: Exodus, Leviticus Numbers of the Romney Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st, Samuel, 1st, Seven Kings, Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah. Like, it just goes mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom because you want to do it. And that repetition yeah with the song and the yeah. numbers it's like i'm going to remember that yeah. forever yeah playing Techno bowl over and over 7 14 21 28 35 42 49 56 60 you know what i'm saying yep. it's like it just it's gonna do that shit forever and yep. ever and ever same thing with music yeah we hear that song so many times back in the day i would on uh either those, on new year's eve WJLB play the top 98 songs.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: sit there with my recorder, I record it, and then I play, write the lyric down. Rewind, mm-hmm. write the lyrics down. And by the time I didn't... Wasn't wrote, no rap genius. <laughs> yeah. right? By the time the whole song is over, I, I've learned it. Yep. It's about repetition. By yep. the time I've finished it, now I know. That's yep. how I learned today was a good day. Yep. By the time I finish it, it's in my brain forever. Mm-hmm. Just that repetition. Yep. I think That's I talked book. about it like a teacher that I had, Dr.
3: Spence, he got up in the front of the ca- in front of the class and he recited to us all three verses of "Lift Every Voice and Sing," mm. and because I heard that man recited and I wrote every every word of "Lift Every Voice and Sing," like I I know all three verses of that song. It's always going to remain in me. Miss
1: Lockhart, I, second grade.
3: Look, I didn't know it was yeah,
1: three verses three to verses. "Amazing
3: Grace." Or or multiple yeah. verses to Amazing Grace until he got up in front of the class, recited it, and we wrote it. So, I mean, that, that repetition helps. And whatever – you know, these babies got so many distractions. They got yeah. so many different things going on. Yeah. And whatever helps connect them to the things they need to know. Because kids quick to be like, well, well, I ain't never going to use this. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You're going to use multiple. Yeah. 40 hours times twenty eight yep. seventy five an hour. Yep. And then you're going to learn how how you use percentages because yep.
1: they're going to take 30% out of that money. Yep. So you need to learn how <laughs> how what you're you going to bring home. How, yep. how much is 30%? Well, do 10%. Yep. And then t- do that three times. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Quickly. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that was a hundred dollars? Ten thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's like quickly, quickly, quickly. Yep. Quickly.
4: yep.
1: Uh, a five. Well, how much is half a ten percent? Like, all right, cool. Like today, I made my folks at work. I ain't make, but I brought in. I went to the grocery store and I bought some marshmallows and I bought some noodles you know what I'm saying, and we had a little contest oh, like, yeah, who can build the, the highest top? Yeah. And I was like, I bet y'all didn't think y'all was using geometry when y'all got up to bed this <laughs> morning. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought, but because you got to have a stroke, like all these yeah. different, you know Yeah, what we saying? done that in team building yeah. events yeah, and That's all basically that. what yeah. we was just doing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, now, all y'all, and then uh, two different meetings or whatever, like on the first meeting, y'all all went for self. Ain't nobody trying to help each other. Y'all all wanted to beat each other. I'm like, after it was over, like, damn, why ain't y'all two get together and y'all two get together mm-hmm. and y'all just build two towers and it's cause it's four of y'all. And then the second one, they
3: gang together. But you know what I'm saying? It's like I remember being in a team building event and they broke us up like in groups of threes. And you count it off. one, two, three, one, two, three. But like at the end it was like, you know, they want you to work together, but she was like we just counted off in threes. I never said the threes got to work together or the twos got to work together. I just counted you off in groups because people are conditioned to do things a certain way. And that was part of like the lesson as well. Like you don't have to work within the confines Of what you think the status quo is. And yeah. I was like, I'm stuck with these losers. I could have,
4: man, <laughs> I could have had my tower built all the way to the ceiling. That was the concept for the math mixtape and the sight words mixtape It's that, like, in education and going to school, you see it as a certain way all the time. Yeah. And, um, or you get it, you know, a certain way. And then because a teacher got it a certain way, that's what's burned into their mind. So then they deliver that. And it, Becomes, oh, you know, the educational system is archaic anyway, you know? So I was like, man, if you learn it, you learn it. It doesn't have to be a specific way. So same thing for the sight word mixtape. The first 100 kind of, like, trick words that kindergartners need to learn. I put it to a mixtape and, like, instrumentals that still kind of gave me that vintage vibe. So I use like, J. Dilla, Black Milk, Tall Black Guy. Um, And use those instrumentals and then i created like it's like multiple storylines it's like the songs have to do with like being a kid the hooks are the say and repeat of the words you know what i'm saying so just i wanted to always bridge like adventure and excitement as a kid from learning how to ride my bike to learning how to spell my name yeah it's like excitement you know and I want them to always be able to be a lifelong learner. So it's like, hey, if I get this, you know, I'm happy about it. It's not like I just have to do it. It's like, there's something behind it. There's a, there's a bigger story behind it. You know, you know,
3: a, a woman told me this week when I was talking about my daughter and higher education and like yeah. what I hope she does after high school. And she, she gave me a nugget that I never thought of. She was like, you know, college isn't for everybody, yeah. but education and learning is Mm -hmm. and that, you know, maybe she, you know, my hope is that she goes off to a four year university, but as long as you are learning a tangible skill that people are willing to pay you for, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. And, you know, kids learn differently. They pick up on things differently. And I always remember, you know, things like that, these kids are going to grow up 10 15 years from now when they look at how they learn they cite words or they multiplication tables yeah they're gonna think back to like Mr e and you left that impression on them for for them to learn those things I
1: yeah. hate how, I, I hate math currently though just carry the one fam. I don't all this all this new the stuff, new math because, is
4: different
3: it I is different
4: I don't know how to do
3: it it don't
1: yeah. seem easier
4: yeah no but it's like it's basically like how I see it is like how kids are coming out with these in their hand. And yeah. it's like, it's just automatic. So when they're coming up in kindergarten and learning the new math, it's like, it makes sense to them automatically. You know what I mean? I watched the kindergartners. I did home, homework with my, my little ones. I'm like, yo, I had to go to YouTube University to figure out how to help them with their homework. But then when i like, oh, I see what they're doing, you know.
1: I saw the Chinese do some weird shit. Like, they was they draw like lines oh, yeah, yeah. and circles uh-huh. and stuff like that and they they get the answer like i have yeah. no i don't understand it at yeah, all yeah. but i was like yo how did you just draw all these lines yep. and you get the answer to this question versus this question yep. and it was like cro- i don't know problems. like I, I don't know math and numbers is is like whoever created math <laughs> you on that thing
3: i know long division the long way yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you got to work that
1: problem from left <laughs> to right yeah. Drop the one. Petimus, right? <laughs> or whatever it is. My or my dear aunt Sally or something yep, like that. Yep. Please yep, excuse yep, my dear yep, aunt yep, Sally. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah.
4: And
3: you are also part of the uh in demand
4: yep. Uh,
3: yep. Uh, I conglomerate. To say, I was gonna yep.
1: ask I'm like, man, we didn't had I think we've actually had ninety percent of the black male teachers in the city <laughs> on this podcast between them no. as Curve. Like we've had ninety. It's not. It's two percent of black teachers out there, and we've had like ten of them in they, here. They
3: all know each other. I asked Curve one day. And they like all you, rap. I was like, you, I was like, you know, my brother in law. He's like, yeah, yes, I know. Does like Curve, they all. Does Curve rap? No, but I think Curve will probably
1: give you a fire intro, Mister Mark. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you know. I mean, rappers just have a different type of mind. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta come up with different things. I see You gotta be creative, creative. witty, quick on your feet. Yeah. Maybe they just make the, the most interesting teachers, though. Yeah, the, the
3: yeah we MC. had we had Kente and the crew up in here oh, for a sure. few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah. Because I asked you were you coming with them? He was like, Kente ain't say nothing to me. So that's how we kinda like set this up. Uh-huh. Shout out to the homie Rod Wallace, who yeah. is now doctor Doctor Dr. Rod Wallace. That blew
4: my mind.
3: Damn, that's not the. That's not the that's we want give the, Rod the hand claps. Yeah, I was trying to. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is now Dr. Rod Wallace, which is yeah crazy. That's wild. I remember when I first met Rod, he was like in the classroom mm-hmm. teaching kids, and then he transitioned over into one of the roles at Eastern. And, you know, I've like he's somebody like me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he, yeah. he is now, this is the second friend of mine. Shout out to my homie, Dr. Kena Day. You know, Word. I've, I've known Kena since 10th grade. Wow. I remember when she was in the classroom teaching and now she's, you know, over, you know, uh, I, I believe it's literacy in the Colorado school systems. Wow, And you know, she earned her PhD. I was like, I remember she told me, she was like, when they make the call to close schools because of snow, she's like, I do that. And I was like, yo, like, to me as a kid, thinking that came from, like, Jesus, I'm like, you're the one that, like, you know. yeah, we're not having school today. It's too cold outside. That's wild.
1: I'm not a slacker in in, any... um Stretch of the imagination, but I'm gonna get my doctorate the easy way. I'm getting an honorary. I'm after I um, amass a bunch of different (laughs) accolades. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, just gonna yeah, let you and yeah, D mercy yeah, just yeah, give it to you. One, I'm getting an honorable I'm I'm getting an honorary one for sure. But you, uh, you still gonna have to call me Dr. J. You <laughs> feel me? But I'm getting one. I'm just gonna go to the easier route. You feel me? It it's is. a lot crazy. of hard yeah.
3: like they in their 40s and they just got it.
1: Yeah. I'm 41. I can't start now.
3: <laughs> you feel me? I'll be 80. You know what I'm saying? And and I ain't gonna put the business out there, but like what Kina told me that doctorate is going to do for her salary, yeah. I was like, oh i i I get it I get it like that's going <laughs> the honorary one gonna do it's gonna work for <laughs> I was like I was like first of all, they pay you what right now, and then with the doctor they they're gonna have to pay you pay you what I said, oh i I, I understand yeah. i i under <laughs> when the six figures start getting you know <laughs> yeah who's not make six figures but that's a that's a giant range, it's yeah.
1: a giant range, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, but then when the six figures like get get higher. A lot
1: say, higher. No, what I'm saying is yeah, like, a oh, you make 100000 I make 999999 999. <laughs> Like, this is the big difference.
3: Yeah, there's a difference between 100000 yeah. hundred thousand and six hundred thousand and 600000 a year, and I would like the increase. Yep. I would like the increase.
1: Yeah, for sure.
3: So, look, man, if people want to know more about you, mm-hmm. the show, uh, if they want to donate.
4: Oh, most definitely.
3: Uh, and if they want to actually see your Emmys, where can people go and find more about you your information what you're doing how to donate to you give give everybody everybody your info for
4: for sure so um all the social medias are mr e and the d that's like mr emmanuel in detroit so mr e and the d um youtube all that stuff is mr e and the d if you want to um find out about like any more stuff about me like my emmys and stuff like that i'm Pre, right now, being featured in the Detroit Historical Museum um, for the Hustle Awards, and they're going to be doing something um, in a month, I believe, either the end of this month or November, where they're having all of the Hustle exhibit people who won downstairs in the um, the bottom of the historical museum with all Detroit. But um, the
3: Cobblestone
4: Road yeah, down the there. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So my uh, Emmy's award, my Emmy awards are going to be down there. And, um yeah,
1: that's what's up, man. That's Extremely uh, great. That's, that's we
3: great. look forward to continue to
4: support.
1: I gotta join the club, man.
4: For sure, I'm I trying to get an EGOT. That's
1: what mm, I heard. That's the yeah. That's the that's the mm. goal
4: right there. How, where you, how you gonna get that Tony? <laughs> That's what I, I gotta figure it out. You don't have it, to it's, sing, it's dance. Like you gonna have to do something. I'm gonna something. figure, I'm gonna figure something out. Somehow. Yeah, I, I've been working on a live show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the beginning parts are, are in play.
3: That's what's up. And yeah. I've seen you do a few TED talks.
4: Yeah, too. Yeah, I did. Not a few, but I did. I did do a TED talk. Okay. Sure. PBS, um, the PBS All Star. Uh, so like a lot of things, you know. It's like once that one domino.
1: Yeah.
3: I to, Sometimes all you need is one yep, win. Yep.
4: And
1: I, I meant to mention this when you were talking about you wanted to do it in like the, the feel of the PBS stuff because yeah. that's just what we, like. I, I don't know who should, who should get this credit, but like, like PBS is such a needed station and network because at forty one years old, that shit is so vivid. Yeah. To me. And it's so vivid to so many of us that grew up in this generation where. 30 or 35 years later, it's it's etched into my head. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Reading Rainbow is Come etched on. in my shit. Come on. Every time I see Star butterfly Trek... Butterfly in the sky. Come I look, <laughs> I see his face in Star Trek, I'd be like, butterfly yep. in yep. the sky. <laughs> that song I can go twice as high. Me, <laughs> Take a look. It's, it's in a book. book the reading Rainbow.
4: Come on,
1: man. I also did not realize this. I saw a TikTok a couple weeks ago. Um... My man with the fro, who do the painting, Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross. Ross. It looked like he was painting the same thing every single time. Did you know that he painted a journey? Somebody took all those oh, paintings. Oh yeah, and put, I
4: did see. It that. went
1: from like one location yep. all the way through, like yep. the whole thing was a whole journey. He took us on a journey <laughs> while painting the journey. Yep, it's it blew my mind. Yep. I'm like, yo, this kind of look like the same. Oh, look, because he only moved over a little bit each time, uh-huh. and it went through the water. I'm like, yo, because as a kid, you don't. This re-
3: is amazing. Yep. Yeah. As a kid, you just don't realize. You- like, you just watching something. Your mama wants you to watch something that's safe, ain't got no violence, ain't right, got no right, cussing. Right. Your grandma your grandma ain't got cable, yep. but she got 247, 2050, and PBS.
1: 50-56-62.
3: Yeah, and you, and you can watch. She can turn on PBS at any point in the day, yep. and you can find something to watch. When you talk about them shows like Mr. Dress Up, uh, on, who, man. who was Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, he come home from yep. work, take off his work clothes,
4: yep. put on his leisure clothes. Yep. And have friends yep. over Man. And then I, I, I watched this documentary About like the psychology behind Mr. Rogers and, how, and why he did it like that To show that consistency And that consistency brought safety to children And like how he uh, wrote scripts With a child psychiatrist You know what I'm saying To make sure that he was covered It's like bro this is the stuff that I want to do You know what I mean And like I want to be able to be a face, You know, not not for, you know, that, but to be able to be that person for somebody else. I mean, you the, already... You know what I'm saying?
1: 10, 20 years from now, somebody remembers you. Yeah. They're going to reference you when they're getting an Emmy yeah. or EGOT or something. They're going to be like, yo, Mr. E, from when I was in sixth grade or such and such, man, this is for you. Like, it's going to... It hasn't presented itself because they're not old enough yet. Right. But it's one hundred percent going to happen.
3: True. 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 It's crazy to see these. I'm sure you see it now at your career, like these kids starting to like grow up. Man, I ran into like one of Amari's homies, and like I legit stepped back because like I didn't know this young man that was speaking to me excitedly and aggressively, <laughs> and I had to like, you know. But like when I looked at his face and like really listened to his voice, I'm like, oh snap! Mm-hmm. Like I remember you from when you were like in third, fourth grade. Like wow. they twenty, twenty one years old now. Wow. Like they're they're adults. Mari's third grade teacher is now like vice principal at Carter. At at okay. So like my first grader, the vice principal used to be your brother's teacher. That's wild. And like. <laughs> He getting old. I'm getting old. Like I'm, I'm the old dad yeah. at school and stuff now. Yep, so yep. I mean, it's and that's that's crazy to me. To when I went to like my daughter's brunch the other day and I looked around, like I don't look like these fathers. Yeah, like, bro. I'm gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how?
1: I'm. I'm. A, I want to be the older dad. Um, I don't. I don't. I would not have been ready at 21 years old. I wasn't ready. You know, what I what wasn't.
3: I wasn't ready. But, you know, the thing about life, about being a parent is like it's on the job training. Yeah. I was not ready to I had never held a child yeah. until I had my oldest child. Yeah, Never held a baby, never fed a baby, yep. never birthed a baby. I made every mistake with him. Yep, Like he he is a survivor. <laughs> you know Straight what I'm up. saying? My mother, our mother-in-law, wouldn't. She would babysit the kids. But I had like an off day during the week. When I had an off day during the week, I thought like I could drop him off. Uh huh. And she was like, "Nah, like I'm not keeping him on Wednesdays when you off." Yeah. And I like legit put him in that car seat, packed two or three bottles, and we hit the streets. Mm-hmm. Like he he went everywhere
1: I went. Man, it's a. Uh no, I can't even say that. They listen. Never mind.
3: <laughs> like so, I mean, you 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 just learn on the fly, and you make you try not to kill them. Yep. <laughs> you know what Bro, I'm saying. Them with
1: <laughs> car
4: seats on top of the car that slid. Kids in the car. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh my god, they are alive. They are alive, though.
3: I remember one of the worst things that ever. Ha- I won't say the. One of the most excruciating things, when you talk about being prepared for parenting, I remember I saw my ex-wife and her sisters out at the mall, uh-huh. and they had the baby. Uh-huh. And she like, well, you." He- I was just there by myself just picking up some shoes, and I just happened to run into them. They was like, well, we want to hang out. We want to go get something to eat, go to the movies. I'm like, all right, well, give me my son, and y'all go do what y'all want to do. But at this time, he was addicted to a pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> I took the baby and the car seat and the bag but the pacifier was with my
4: ex-wife. Oh snap.
3: And his, yes, my yes. my son was going through an exorcism yes. before his before my wife got home at the time. But like you know,
1: that was our go first to, go to C V S, my G. Go get a go get <laughs> no, a no, pacifier. It's, no, no. Are when
3: you? they when they get when they get used to one in particular, they a junkie. They they can't take no other hit. That's this this be. the pacifier that they need. That's
4: mm-hmm. what I would be telling too. I'd be like, look, just go get she was like,
3: No. It don't work
1: like eat. that. It it's don't work like that.
3: And and I know like, you I know you thinking logical. <laughs> you know, but it it
1: don't work like this that. This is the one that's gonna work until we get to the crib. <laughs> Y- y- no, y- but, but kids, too, m- too many options for kids these days. <laughs> but like when <laughs> this you, what you're gonna take when
3: I you know. finally back home, you done got them showered yeah. and dry and fed. Now it's time for bed, and you realize you don't have what they need. You don't want to pack that baby up, put a coat on them, put them in the cars. Like getting them back in the car is another half hour. You got to go to the store, stand in line. Like it's it's just too many moving parts. It's like this is the day yeah. that you're going to give up yeah. the pacifier. Yeah, yeah. And like dog is
1: or that yep. Like, I put my AirPods in, you know, with
3: no AirPods back in the day <laughs> like, when no AirPods. You want to have a crying contest? Because <laughs> I can cry, too, with no AirPods. And that's what makes you <laughs> you say you love your child. But like your love is tested when you want to go to sleep oh. and there. The creation that you made is in the other room shaking the I baby crib against the wall because they don't have what they need, and you just need another hour and a half of sleep. That's it. I get it. And you can't do nothing to help them. And all I wanted was his mama to come home. I wanted her just to come home. So it was crazy. Uh, I think I already sent you my mu- – I did already sent you my music pick. Uh It's from an artist by the name of Kilo. Uh, Who recently dropped a project called The Healing Process? Uh, The name of this song is called Gaps, it's the uh, intro to the healing process.
2: until i asked him Forever growing no complacency Deny myself, the devil hating me Holy Spirit keeps me company I know a lot of people judging me But I shine a sight for the world to see I love you God for just being God My worship to you is not a facade Consistently faithful time after time Every day he's renewing my mind
1: listen to this this morning on the way to work. Yeah, man.
3: And it's a it's a solid project. Again, it's called The Healing Process by Kilo. Uh, shout out to his sister Letitia, a very good, close person to me. Uh, kind of put me up on her brother's music. And, uh, you know, it's a solid project. And the thing about it, like, even though he is like, I don't want to put nobody in a box and say what type of artist that he is. He can rap. Yeah, I, I, on his socials, it's him in the studio with Courtney Bill and like the rapper. Yeah, he a rapper and he can go. So I mean, and then the you know what I really enjoyed about Gaps at the end of the song is like a uh, a snippet from a uh, a sermon and the pastor is talking about like the gaps and how growing closer to God and he referenced like how Paul wrote about 40% of the New Testament and at the end of Paul's life, Paul was still like pressing through. He was like, I'm not even close to the goal right. of where I want to be, of, of where, you know, I'm supposed to be at the end of his life after walking with Jesus and all of that. And just talking about the gaps in our lives. So I just I think it was a good way to start off the album. But the the project is solid all the way through.
1: Was it Paul who also walked on water? Peter. Peter. Oh, that was yeah, Peter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know it's one of those peas. OK. Yeah. Um, it's time for the Benny. Uh, no, I got a who's man. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Whose man's is
1: this? Man. This is unfortunate, dog. Uh, Curve sent me this earlier today. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of this. Uh, so, uh, Steve Perkins went to his front yard to investigate why the dogs was barking in the early morning hours of Friday, September the 29th of 2023. That's like last Friday. Yeah. Uh, you can see him appear in the top right hand corner of the second slide uh, shining a flashlight. What he didn't know was that a tow truck driver had conspired with several officers to quietly surround the property. This was, in fact, why his dog was barking in a matter of seconds. The men hidden in the dark surrounding his property revealed themselves and simultaneously opened fire. He never had a chance to surrender. Officers didn't announce their presence until the very last moment. Steve was still, I mean, Steve was not committing a crime. Officers surrounded Steven in his front yard over a dozen fired over a dozen rounds, striking him seven times, killing him. Why? Why were they, they even there? They later discovered the attempted repossession was a mistake. Uh. And then they have a video of, um, This man who is born in 1984, he's younger than me. He's two years younger than myself. Um, A father of two, um, a hardworking man, was just going out to find out why his dog was just barking and going crazy. This video of him, he just walks out with his flashlight trying to figure out what's going on. And then he instantly tumbles over because the police started shooting him. They were, to, the, they were there
3: to uh, allegedly to,
1: re, to assist in a repossession, which was a mistake. I wasn't you not coming to get my car. Like so, this man literally just lost his life for no reason. Where was this at? Alabama. That's crazy. Uh man, this is in so a
4: repo and they shot him.
1: Yeah, and it, and the repo was a mistake. That's that's terrible. Um, I I I and then looking at pictures of this young man. Um, I say young man because he's younger than myself. This could be me. This one hundred percent could be me.
3: This could be any of us. If you hear the, anytime I hear the dog barking, I'm gonna wake up and go to the door and see because. Because he's the first line of defense in my house. I
1: didn't go outside with a firearm, which you were still in 100% of your rights to do so. If I would have went outside with a rifle or something, no. When I want a flashlight, it's on camera. There's no, y'all was waiting in the darkness and then y'all just started shooting me.
3: There's, that can't be proper repo protocol. Um, It just can't be.
1: Man, I tell you, man, this is, this is just, that's very very fr- this 100 could be me because when i go out at night to get the dog i got a flashlight in my hand mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because if he on the other opposite end like i want to see what the fuck going on and like your house is your castle like if there's any place that you should have rights in it's your home yeah. i should be able to come outside of the home and find out why my dog is going crazy like a responsible person was. I just came out with a flashlight. I'm in a t-shirt and like some shorts. Like, like
3: there's, 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 my kids in the house, my lady in the house.
1: I'm, I'm hard pressed to find any kind of, what could you possibly say went wrong? Oh, we thought he would, we went like, I thought he had a gun. Let's just say, I thought he had a gun. It's my house. He could have one. It's my house. You're here in the middle of the night, early in the morning. I could have one if I wanted to. If I hear my dog barking outside
3: and I go outside to investigate, I'm coming outside with my firearm. Because
1: I need to protect myself. Mm-hmm. Am I, maybe someone's breaking in. Because technically, maybe, maybe they were, because you're about to steal my car, basically. Yeah. And especially if you're trying to repost the wrong car. You literally stealing a car then. Yep. Or like I don't know what's going on. But I can't even say that. I can't even find like well maybe the police thought he was gonna turn the gun on them or something. There wasn't even a gun. I just come outside. It's a
3: man with a flashlight at his own house. That is terrible.
1: <laughs> I know. Got to hear both sides. All that shit. I don't I'm, need to I'm, hear both I'm, sides. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for something. Give me something. So I just like give me something. This is Alabama, of course. I don't know, man. I, I can't I can't I can't. That's unsettling. I can't I can't I can't, I can't do that, man. That's a Man, he just a hardworking man, dog. And looking at him, like through his like, this is not fair, man. Fourteen children and with 70-year-old. the children in the house. I don't know. More than likely, he lived there with his him his his wife and his kids, so they probably were there. That's terrible. You know, I just don't understand, dog.
3: He going uh, outside to protect his family. I, this, to see what's going on. This is this is too much,
1: man. Uh, I I don't know, dog. This is this is way too much, dog.
3: Um, that's terrible. Whose mans is this? So look At the end of the show uh, We always give our guests the opportunity To give out their socials Or any other information That they want to give for people to find them So E, uh, go ahead and do 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 the honors
4: Thanks a lot man um, Mr. E and the D, Facebook, Instagram YouTube um, Also the City of Detroit's uh, YouTube um, You can find more about me they have a a few videos about me on on there Uh, the city of detroit's uh, historical museum also um detroit public television you can find some information on just their main site you put uh, emmanuel smith mr e
3: that's what's up it's your man dame three underscores three one three on all social platforms you can think of look uh, dame after dark new episode probably dropping sometime next week uh, Fall Urban Podcast Mixer Meet us there October 15th Tickets are still available uh, Come out and kick it With your mans When you see the blue And the black You know where you at
1: uh, Yo I'm going to have Link to the Urban Podcast uh, Summit In the notes I'm going to have A link to My conversation With uh, Pharaoh of Neighborhood Grocery In the notes um, The soft opening Is on Sunday October the 8th um, go pull up, man, and, and patronize um, uh, community business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, patronize that. Uh, hopefully I'll see y'all next Sunday. Um, shit, maybe you see me on the big screen, you mean? <laughs> you never know.
3: You, <laughs> you never know.
1: When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, Books of Time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane.
3: Hell yeah. Peace.